You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. It's time for the World Arm Wrestling League this week. I'm your host Neil Pickup, and it is on. Ladies and gentlemen, hello and welcome to World Arm Wrestling League this week. I'm your host, Neil Pickup, and we are here for show 15. Just days post WEL 504, what an intense, action-packed show that was. WEL 504 featured without question one of the most talked-about main event matchups of all time. With no limit, Steven Larratt besting, easy money, Dave Chafee, in an absolute screamer. It was ugly, it was emotional and intense from the moment these two super heavyweight superpowers set eyes upon one another in the Novo. But WEL 504 wasn't just about the super heavyweight main event. We had an incredible debut from the Australian Ryan Blue Bowen, who, in what for me was the match of the night, bested Mexican warrior Alan Guerra, three pins to one after an early scare by the Mexican, who drew first blood impressively, utilising that massive inside strength. It was an impressive return to form by the wild horse, Matt Mask, who tore, quite literally, through his opponent Sylvain Perron, with the legendary French-Canadian lumberjack forced to retire after suffering an injury in the second round. Matt looked unstoppable, he looked aggressive, super intense, and back to that blistering top roll that we know is such a devastating weapon for the huge Canadian. I cannot possibly forget about the man who opened the show, Jamie Sheldon. The natural put on a masterclass of arm wrestling in an impressive win over multiple world champion and arm wrestling royalty, Alan Fisher. From start to finish, Sheldon wrestled impeccably. His movements were perfectly timed and diverse. He won in various positions. He won with a calm, mature head of a talent who is emerging and strengthening within the World Arm Wrestling League. Now the saying goes, ladies first, but is it more of a question of leaving the best to last? On a night when it was all about successful debuts, one debut shone more brightly than any possibly to date in the World Arm Wrestling League. And that was the debut of none other than world champion from Sweden, Marlin, the little instinct, Kleinsmith, who came into World Arm Wrestling League's 504 event as a late replacement for Irina Gladkaya of Russia. Gladkaya had originally been slated to pull Fiorasic, with Marlin being originally scheduled to pull Russia's Ekaterina Nikashiva. Unfortunately, visa issues led to a situation where the two Swedish ladies, who are best friends away from the arm wrestling table, were asked to face each other in a non-title match. And in typical Viking warrior style, the Swedish ladies were only too happy to oblige. The outcome of this encounter was very much against many people's expectation. 
with the formerly undefeated Fiaresic suffering a 3-0 defeat at the hands of her best friend. Marlene Kleinsmith showed extraordinary explosivity, extraordinary focus and extraordinary skill in literally taking apart Fiaresic's game in front of the watching crowd at the Novo. The win was so devastating and so impressive that many people were left feeling that the era of Marlene Kleinsmith has just begun. And it is my massive honour and pleasure to welcome Marlene Kleinsmith as my guest on tonight's World Arm Wrestling League This Week show. So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome the best ladies middleweight arm wrestler in the world, Marlene, the little instinct, Kleinsmith. Marlene Kleinsmith, welcome back. Have you missed me? I have missed you, yeah. It has been like two days since I saw you. <laughs> so much has happened. Now, the last time I spoke to you and only a moment ago in this podcast, I was speaking <laughs> to you and Fia, and it was before the match, and, you know, you were a little tired and all excited about your first WAL experience, so I want to wind the clock back a little bit and just update people. You're in a pretty unusual situation here because what people won't know is that you and Fia have known about this match since around April this year, but with a twist, you were both supposed to be on the LA card against Russian opponents. You were going to be pulling Irina Gladkaya, and she yeah. was going to be pulling Ekaterina Nikashiva. Or the opposite. Yes. Now, <laughs> what happened was that Ekaterina and Irina could not get their visas in time. Their visas were declined. And as a result of that, you kindly said, you know what? I'll save the show and I will step in and pull my best friend, which I wasn't happy about really, but that took a lot of courage, number one, in your first WAL outing. And uh, when we spoke the other day, you told me at the end of the interview that you felt that you were probably going to lose the match against Fiorasic 3-0. Yes, sir. I did say that. <laughs> now, that was on the Friday before the match. So much has changed. Here we are. We find ourselves a few days later, just over a week later, and you are the new top dog in the middleweight division after having beaten Fear 3-0 yourself. Now, I know you, uh, you didn't sleep for 48 hours or you slept like three hours in 48 hours, but... Uh, even with that, you've got to be feeling pretty good about yourself right now. Yeah, I do. It feels, I don't know, it feels like I know that I am up there. I'm uh, on the top of the game right now, um, even though I have been in the sport for so long. So I was super happy, but at the same time, um, we, me and Fia had, yeah, she's my friend, and we had been uh, talking about one of us losing three times to the other person uh, especially if it's not really like long matches that we that was what we were hesitating um, so that happened to her and uh, yeah I felt super super sorry for her so I couldn't enjoy my win uh, really there but I do enjoy I do enjoy that that I won and for me 
I knew even if I said that she would win 3-0, that was just um, because I'm a logical person. I go with the facts and the facts before the competition was that she has won against me the latest five years mm-hmm. when we have met. Um, so I, that with saying that doesn't mean that I don't believe that I could or would try my hardest to do it. And that day I was uh, the best and uh, she wasn't. So I'm super happy that I won. Now, again, just to, uh, winding the clock back a little to when we were in the, the I'm not going to say when we were in the bedroom. We were in the bedroom. <laughs> but we, were with, we were with Ryan Bowen. We were with Thea Rasick, And we weren't. <laughs> it's not that kind of party. But what we were, <laughs> but what we were doing, we were talking about, uh, and I was specifically talking to you and Thea about how I saw the match. And I, I think uh, I said to you exactly I am not surprised if either of you beat the other one, as you both have the capability to beat the other one. But I would expect that most of the advantages are with Fia right now because of the fact that she knows uh, the World Arm Wrestling League inside out. She's arm wrestled in, on the show and within the promotion many times. So she knows all the nuances. She knows Bart's setups. She knows the, uh, the way that he says go, uh, the, the manner in which he closes the hands, all of those little things those little tells that she has already experienced. And I must admit, I thought that she was probably a 55, 45 stroke, 60, 40 favorite to win the match, as I said to you beforehand. But when you came out of the, through the, underneath the, uh, the curtain and out into the show, I said to Ben, wow, I think Marlin's got this. You, you looked, I don't know. There's, there's often a look on an athlete's face. I got the exact same feeling when Michael Todd came to the table to pull Devon Larratt in Atlanta. You can sometimes tell by the demeanour of the athlete somehow. And you pointed, as you were walking out, the camera picked you up and you pointed into the camera. And you looked so confident, it's, you could feel the confidence coming off you. What I wanted to ask you, did you feel very, very confident? You said earlier that day you felt very strong. But when the moment came, how did you feel mentally? Did you feel like you were going to win? I um, felt very, very confident and I felt that I was in this, in my uh, best zone. I was there mentally mm-hmm. um, for many reasons. Um, I I like to be the underdog and I, li- I, I, I like to pull for myself and prove myself wrong. So yeah. sometimes I, um, yeah, when I hear people, I pick up things that people are saying about me mm-hmm. uh, beforehand and then it feels like yeah, I'm going to prove you wrong people <laughs> I, yeah, I know that. everybody yeah I looked at everybody's <laughs> uh, voting and uh, they vote for FIA and every time uh, WAL put something up uh, about our match you could only say yeah uh, go FIA FIA will take this and all that um it gets like fuel for me and yes. um yeah so and also everybody was saying that uh, these rules uh, and they, that she knew 
everything about WAL. What people don't know maybe is that I'm a person that comes very prepared to things like this. I yes. do. I was studying uh, the WAL uh, rules. I uh, listened to them. I, um, yes, I said to you guys that uh, I, I uh, had my table with the, the pads, uh, you know, the pads, that, the winning pads. I don't know what yes. you call them. Yeah. yeah the elbow uh, pads on the, the touch pads. No, not the elbow. Not the only the elbow. The touch pads. Yeah. yeah. I put them down on my table so that they were lower because I knew that they were going to be lower on the WAL. Yeah. I also uh, taped uh, a bigger, uh, I measured the, the, the elbow pads. So yeah. uh, I put tape on it so that they were bigger so I could train uh, with my elbow. So, uh, mm -hmm. so I use the pad better i watched uh, how they were setting up the matches on the wal so i was sitting at home watching it on tv and uh, pretending that i was uh, i was in that match so for me it didn't feel at all weird or or anything when i got there it felt like i had done it a thousand times uh, before mm -hmm. uh, um, yeah so i was ready now i obviously I'm aware that um, you look, I mean, we've been friends for a long time. Um, and I knew that you don't like to be the underdog and you always get aggressive and angry. And yeah. obviously I said to you that I don't know whether you're going to be able to use that explosivity here. I don't think it's going to be doable because of the setups. But when you listen to the commentary, you'll have heard that I said your primary weapon is the explosivity. Watch for the explosivity. Now, I'm going to tell you a little story here. I was obviously trying to wind you up because <laughs> I knew that your very best chance. Uh, and I was really, and I'm going to be honest with you, I still thought Fia probably was the favourite. I thought she would probably win. Yeah. But I knew that if your very best chance to win was two things number one if you could hit very very quickly be as explosive at your very most explosive because when you are you're very very hard to stop and the other thing that i found intriguing very interesting and i was interested to see what happened was the fact that you had an additional two inches to play with and i've said that to my wife a few times <laughs> <laughs> shut up <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't resist that one. No, <clears throat> no. I, I was and thinking she says, about it. That'll make, was... it, make it three in total. But no, <laughs> joking aside, <clears throat> we uh, I did say you had an additional two inches to, to move into. And that can make a big difference because when you top roll hard, if you stop at the back of a seven by seven pad, nowhere near the force you're going to get if you've got a slight advantage and you're able to move nine inches backwards. And that really broke open Fia's wrist very impressively. And, and, and I actually think, I think it was the second pin. The first pin, Fia looked pretty calm. She's very experienced. She'd been there before and she looked like she was still very much in the match. But I'm pretty sure her wrist was damaged in the second match. It really folded over badly. And when she went back to the corner, she was rubbing her wrist pretty aggressively and shaking it out. And it looked like you damaged her wrist there. Did you feel, did you feel that wrist collapse in the second round? No, <laughs> I didn't uh, really. I said to everybody that I was in kind of a blackout. I remembered that I came out on the stage and uh, then I don't remember anything until I was the standing winner. Uh, you could almost see that when I watched uh, the video of it all. Uh, I was really in my head like, yeah, I don't I didn't think anything. So I didn't. Um, 
I didn't uh, think of her at all <laughs> during the match. I don't even know that I saw her. Um, I was so focused. So no, I didn't notice. I, I heard you said that in uh, uh, when I was watching it afterwards, that she was rubbing her wrist. Yeah. Uh, but she didn't say anything afterwards. She no. was a bit uh, sore <laughs> uh, because of the straps and uh, uh, she had marks there on her wrist. Um, that's that's what I saw afterwards. Now, it, it looked, to be honest, like um, straight after the match, like as soon as you took the third pin and you took the match, Fia shook her head and she said, yeah, okay, fair enough. Like it, And she told me afterwards, she came over after the match when we were chatting backstage and she said, you know what, Neil, tonight uh, I didn't feel my best when I was coming out. I, I didn't feel great. She said, but in, in reflect on reflection, and this shows the honesty and the character of Fia Resic, she said, I think if the very best me ever had shown up tonight, it wouldn't have mattered. She said, to be honest, I think if Marlin tonight pulled anyone in the world, she said if she pulled Gabi Vasconcelos, it, it wouldn't have mattered. She felt incredibly strong, much, much stronger than I've ever felt her before. Um, I think in that form, she could probably beat anyone. Um, I know that you you guys exchanged words right after the final match. What did you, what did Fia actually say to you? Um, Fia said, you are so amazingly strong. I'm sorry that I couldn't give you a better match. Uh, and I said that I was sorry that I couldn't uh, just, you know, play like fake match or just uh, give Try her... to make her look better it, so you didn't embarrass your friend, you mean? Exactly. I didn't want... Yeah. We didn't... I I was thinking before, if I would win, I would, you know, be a little bit nicer. On the yeah, third. you wouldn't but, kill her. Yeah, but you can't. I mean, I couldn't... I couldn't think that way because when you're up at the table, I want to win. Yes, <laughs> and for me, it's not, I don't feel anything there for the other person at that time. I'm just wanting that person to, to go down to the pads. Yeah. That's so like in you when you compete that you can't do something fake. I can't, at least I know that no. other people maybe no. can't, but I well, can. A lot do of people maybe, you know, they'll be questioning how difficult that was for you to, effectively smash your best friend up there and 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 she said you know beforehand people were saying oh is it not is it you know how can she do that i mean we, we've spoken before when people have had good relationships arm wrestlers get on very well i mean michael todd and dave chafee only a few weeks ago in a similar situation but nowhere near the the, the level that you and fear i mean you are genuinely best friends um, yeah. So it's quite an unusual scenario, but what, I think you prove the point very well that when you guys get up to the table, all you know, all bets are off. It is really you're going to go on hundred percent to try to beat whoever they put in front of you, and you certainly didn't take your foot off the gas one bit. And I suppose with a arm wrestler fierce quality, you can't do that anyway because if you make a mistake, she will capitalise and she'll be back in the match. Exactly. That is what I was scared of, that if I would do it uh, and uh, she would tire me out or even get me out from my my uh, my zone uh, that I, I was in. Mm -hmm. uh, I have never played like that before. And uh, I, I was scared that, yeah, what happens now if if I just uh, play a little bit and she tires me out and then she goes out and being the winner. Yes. Um, and also like. We are, 
both of us came into this we knew <laughs> we know that we are really good friends and uh, we both uh, took this challenge and uh, so we were both in it it was not like like one of us was forced into this people say like how could you smoke your friend <laughs> like that but mm. but i mean she doesn't mind at all all uh, she knows the rules we are both well, then, uh, i suppose in a way marlin to be honest if you do smoke your friend like that it's a sign of respect you know you're, yeah. you're you're really showing her that you have brought your absolute a game you didn't back off one bit you gave her the respect to 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 give her everything you had yeah, and I needed to do that because everybody knows how strong Fia is. Yes. Uh, about the rules, also, I think that uh, the WAL is much better for me than the WAF mm -hmm. uh, rules because she can't uh, put her strength in the straps before the start. Yes. It's like uh, the referee's grip, and that suits me so well. Mm -hmm. uh, so now when I know more about it and now afterwards, I think that it favors me more than it favors Fia uh, with the referee's grip, for an example. Then she can't feel, she likes to have a pressure in, uh, in her hand with the straps for uh, yeah. the start, but she couldn't do that. So then I could be more explosive. Um, so I don't know how the match would look like if it was a WAF match. Uh, probably she would have uh, stopped me more. Um, but but uh, I really think that these uh, rules against FIA uh, was, uh, yeah, it was really uh, good for me. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we've got to take a short break just now, but please do not go anywhere. We will be right back with more from Marlin Kleinsmith in just a few. Welcome back to the show, ladies and gents. I am still here with the little instinct, Marlin Kleinsmith. Let's get right back into the mix with the world's best ladies middleweight. Obviously, you say if and when I go again. Well, I mean, it's pretty much guaranteed that you will get the call now uh, to compete uh, September 25th in uh, Atlanta because, you you know, you, you just set an incredible marker. I mean, your flag is now firmly placed in the World Arm Wrestling League camp. Everybody at the promotion seemed to love you. The crowd went crazy. Um, you even had the referee going wow with the the ferocity of some of your hits. So I think people really want to see you in action again. Cool. And when when you look at the <laughs> roster, who who yeah. do you see who you'd like to pull? I mean, you know, Sarah Rotonda lives over there now in the All United right. States of America. Who do and, and 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 that's just a name that I've plucked out of the air. There is there anyone else that you feel? Yeah, I'd really like to pull this girl. Or do we go back to where we were supposed to be? Uh, and you try to have a rematch with Fia. Would you give Fia a rematch? Do you think she deserves an immediate rematch? I think, of course, that Fia uh, deserves a rematch. We were talking about this, that uh, we were talking about how we both would train uh, so that we could have a rematch. I don't know if uh, September is a good 
good date maybe it's too soon mm-hmm. uh, i think because yeah i think she will tra- she will train differently uh, now when she she saw this um, we have talked a lot about training and um, so maybe it's too soon for her uh, to do it in in september but for sure i want i want I wanted this match to not be the hammer match too. People are talking about that, that it should have been. But because of the Russians and everything, um, it wasn't. And and uh, people didn't know me. And now they know me. Fia knows um, how I am there. I want her to train really hard. I want her mm-hmm. to be best and I want to be the best when we meet again and I would love to meet Sarah Rotunda uh, even though she weighs a lot more than me Um, uh, she would be great to pull but she's really dangerous I saw her today on she was uh, taking on men on a a competition and I think she won or played second she's a beast yeah Sarah Rotunda is so strong see her pull at the WAL though like if she and Gabby would uh, would uh, go there I would love that match but um yeah and much too Gabriela Vasconcelos versus Sarah Rotunda is a great match both you know wonderful arm wrestlers I mean both exceptional at what they do multiple uh, champions in every promotion that they've ever competed in. They're both rock strong. And I, and I know that's another very high level ladies matchup that everybody would love to see yeah. out there. That would be the best match uh, I would uh, ever uh, would see, I think, uh, between them. And then when somebody won, I will uh, take them. <laughs> and your, your old adversary, who you were supposed to pull in LA, Irina Gladkaya of Russia. Um, as I said at the start, that people don't know, obviously, that you were a stand-in for uh, Ekaterina Nikishiva, who should have been pulling uh, Fia, and you should have been pulling uh, Irina Gladkaya. Obviously, fate decided that wasn't to be the case, and it throws us now into an unusual position where you came in and whipped the champ, but it is what it is what it is. Um, would you like to pull Gladkaya now? Uh, I think actually it was uh, Nikki Shiva that I was going to pull and uh, Fia was going to pull um, 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 Gladkaya from the beginning. I, I don't know. Yeah, I would love to pull both of them. Uh, yeah, it would be fun. Any, any <laughs> would, preference on I that would... match? Who would you like to pull most from those two girls? I would like to pull Nikki Shiva most Nikki because Shiva. I've, I've never pulled against her in yep. my life. Irina, I have pulled against uh, before, uh, and that is also a good match. We pull very similarly, uh, and uh, yeah, that would be cool. Yeah, I also well, that was one of the reasons because you yourself and Irina Gladkaya do have history, uh, and yeah. right now when it seems like you are on devastating form. I felt that that might be something you'd want to capitalize on. Yeah, yeah. It would be a, a great match. I would take anybody that I believe is uh, stronger than me. Mm-hmm. Uh, she, uh, yeah, she's, she has also won against me always in the, uh, with right arm. Uh, I beat her in left arm um, uh, at the Europeans. But um, yeah, that too. So one of the questions got to be, you know, as one of our final questions here, I wanted to ask you for the people that didn't know you, that yeah. didn't know who you were, 
the fans around the world that this was their first glimpse of you and certainly on the World Arm Wrestling League format or in the World Arm Wrestling League format. You're there. You've arrived. You arrived with a bang. What would you like to say to those people who are watching you? Is there any message you'd like to give them? <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm just joking. <laughs> I don't know. What, what would that be? Uh, yeah, people think that I'm... Uh, I saw that some people were saying that, oh, she's a she's a newcomer I'm not a newcomer like I have been in the sport for 25 years I've always 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 been in the top of the world in arm wrestling yes I am a beginner I'm a newcomer in the WAL but everybody in the arm wrestling world or not everybody but most of the people that know uh, anything about arm wrestling knew who I was before I'm gonna say you're correct with your first statement everybody who is involved with arm wrestling in any level. If you say Marlon Klein-Smith, yes, they know who you are because you are the reigning and defending WAF champion of the world. You're multiple medalist at World and European Championships. You're many times Swedish national champion. You're decorated off the charts and your pedigree was proven by coming over to the World Arm Wrestling League where you were absolutely a very viable, credible and dangerous opponent for the very best female arm wrestlers on the roster, as was proven by the fact that you just went 3-0. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, but but I need all the new uh, fans out there. So I hope that they still liked it, uh, even though they didn't know who I was. And now they do. And uh, uh, I hope that... Um, the people that um, shared for FIA now can share for Sweden and uh, share for me too when I have a, my next match. Um, yeah. Well, I look forward to it and I know everyone else out there will too. I thought that's as good as debuts get, to be perfectly honest. Then on a night of outstanding debuts, I mean, let's be honest, there was another stunning debut from Ryan Bowen from Australia. He was involved in what I felt was probably match of the night. And I, and I was pretty sure beforehand that it would be match of the night against Alan Guerra. But um, on a night of outstanding debuts, I think yours was right there. And I want to say thanks for coming on the show, Marlene Klein-Smith. It was an honour and a pleasure watching you work. And uh, I can't wait to see you in action again in Atlanta. Can I say one more thing before? You can that... say anything. You're the champ. Thank you. Uh, please follow mine and Fia Rasek's new uh, YouTube channel. Uh, that is uh, Rasek and Kleinsmith production. It's called Right Now. We're going to put up uh, some videos uh, uh, about. We are going to do some previews on or predictions on the WAL soon mm -hmm. for uh, August. So yeah, please follow us. <laughs> And, and one more thing before we say bye, actually, I want to um, I want to just say when you go back to Sweden now, you're obviously going to get a lot of attention from the, the, the ladies back home, of whom there are so many good arm wrestlers. If you had to pick another female star from Sweden, who would you recommend that the, 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 the fans would like to see or not even just from Sweden? If you had looked around the world and, and you thought this is a, a top class lady that I think the the viewing public would really like to see in the World Arm Wrestling League, who would it be? 
Oh, wow. There is so many, many mm. good uh, women out there and also in Sweden. If you want a youngster, you have Elin Janeheim. Uh, she's 17 years old. She's really, really good in Sweden. She mm-hmm. would do, uh, do good there. Um, we have many girls uh, out in, in the world. All the Russians should come <laughs> to WNL. <laughs> and also like uh, the girls from Kazakhstan. Uh, yeah. I don't know their last names, but uh, Olga, for an example, that I had my finals with. Uh, I, l- I like the, the pronunciation duck there. We say, I don't know their last name. What you really mean is there's no chance that I'm going to try and pronounce that on here. Olga Schlischli. You understand. Yeah, we'll just call her Mrs. X for tonight. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, I don't know. You have had uh, a lot of Swedish people there, a lot of Swedish women. You, I think that you have uh, uh, taken uh, most of them. We have Elina Passion, uh, a really small girl. Uh, she's a fighter, and uh, we have Felicia Rydstedt too, so that uh, that is a fighter. I think Elina would uh, would do really good uh, in a low weight category. She weighs mm-hmm. like fifty. She sometimes goes down to 50 kilos. She weighs yeah. 55, maybe. She is so, I mean, the fans would love her. Yeah. Uh, she's an adorable person. She is beautiful. Uh, she's funny. We have made a lot of videos together. She's super funny. But she's also a warrior on the table. So uh, if you found, uh, and she's she uh, she likes to go in uh, into the hook. Mm-hmm. Um, Sounds a lot a- like the other little little superstar in the lighter weight class. It's Yona Blind. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely love little Yona Blind. What a character. Yeah, she's uh, awesome, uh, Yona. Uh, but you have like the top Swedish girls. I think uh, right now I I am jet lagged so. As I can't think of so many else's, but but I think uh, if you got Elena Passion a match, I would really enjoy that match uh, in the lower categories. Sounds like a plan. I'm sure we're going to see a lot more Swedish stars. You're certainly uh, setting the bar very very high. The Swedish girls, yourself and Fieresik, did a fantastic job. And uh, Marlin, I'm going to let you get some sleep. I know that you. Uh, you're a little gunned out after an unbelievably excessive week of being out there cutting weight, arm wrestling against the best guys in the world, and then partying till the early hours before flying home. And you deserved all the fun you had out there. I want to say thank you for coming on the show, Marlin. It's been great to speak to you. Great to see you doing what you do. And I hope you'll come back on soon and speak to us again. Yeah, thank you, Neil. Bye. Unfortunately, ladies and gentlemen, that is all we've got time for this week. But I want to thank my guest, Marlin, the little instinct Kleinsmith, for coming on the show. What an impressive performance by that lady. Will anybody ever repeat a debut of that magnitude? Coming straight in and beating a formerly undefeated hammer holder. Kleinsmith has set the bar for the ladies very high indeed. And I'm amongst many, I think, that cannot wait to see her perform again in front of the cameras, hopefully in Atlanta later this year. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank all of you for once again tuning in and taking the time. And I want to say, I hope you'll join me same time next time on the World Arm Wrestling League this week with me, Neil Pickup. Take it easy, peeps. 
Sports betting is sweeping across the country faster than the coronavirus, and Wagering Week is your antidote. I'm Tom Martin, and I'm a veteran sports analyst and respected sports handicapper who helped build ESPN's brand. I've been recognized and awarded by Pro Football Weekly and Gaming Today magazine as the honest handicapper. Let the other guys give you the same old boring sports talk with the same tired storylines. We'll give it to you straight here every Friday on Wagering Week. Don't gamble with other podcasts. Let Sports Garden Network's Wagering Week help your bottom line.